everybody, welcome back to Sean Knobs and Boomsticks. What's up, Knobs? What's up, Sean? Uh, shit, man. Recording another podcast, yeah. it looks like, on this fine Monday yeah, evening. Yeah, you, you, you talking maniac, you. <laughs> talking maniac. Yeah, three podcasts, man. Yeah, look it's at you. You're getting so, out of sorts. You're going Well, I wasn't doing the couple goals one for a while. We were doing like one episode a month. Like We really slowed down on that, but I'm trying to get back in that groove. Plus, the Steve Reads a Comic is uh, is really fun. Talked about sex criminals this week. <laughs> How did that go over? Oh, man, it was great. It was hilarious. It's, I think it's a really funny episode. It's our best one yet, I would <laughs> say. Uh, especially since... It was, it was one, always fun. One member of our troop did not care for the subject matter of the comic, and it so made for some interesting conversation. What, was it too graphic, or was it... Yeah. He, well, really? yeah, he didn't like where it went. Um... Just check out the episode, man. It's or just it's whoever. just funny you reading a uh, a book called Sex Criminals and you you're not geared up to be shocked at some point, <laughs> right? Like that seems like it's already baited you into buying it. You know what you're in for, and it's not what you would think. I mean, literally. So the premise I'll give you the premise of the book, which is these people find out that when they have an orgasm, that time freezes while they're in the refractory period. And uh, they find out like when they're kids after they masturbate or whatever. And then but only like, you know, certain people and like this man and this woman meet as adults and they're both in, in this refractory period together. And they're like, holy shit. So they decide to rob a bank in the refract. But they have to have sex, you know, before in they the can, bank first, like close by. Yeah. <laughs> or in the yeah. Or inside or. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's funny. It's a funny comic book. Uh, it's, it's it's written by Matt Fraction, who is the guy who wrote a lot of the great Hawkeye stuff back in the early 2000s, mid 2000s, uh, early 2000s, I guess it would be. Um, That's funny. Yeah, I think you guys should do Chew next. Chew. So I think this. What are we doing this week? Oh, we're doing Wanted this week. Oh, and yeah. We're, we're contrasting it with the, the movie, movie since it's so vastly different. So that'll be that'll be a fun episode as well. And then I don't even know what we're doing next. I'm always, I'm always I don't know how here. from that source material do you end up with the loom of fate. Right? <laughs> like Seriously. Like, I think we were open enough to the bullshit of different dimensions by this point when when Wanted was released. Yeah. I don't remember the movie at all, to be honest. I, I know I saw it, and I was unimpressed for the most part because it was so different from the comic book. I thought it was a decent action movie, though. It was like a decent flick. But it's compared fun. to the source material, it was just like, "What the fuck?" Did you even read the comic book? No, they took the name, they took a, they took an, a premise idea, mm-hmm. but didn't go into the rubber poop monster. No, didn't go into shithead, fuckwit, or any of that stuff. But no, that was fun. That was a fun comic book, and the movies, like like I said, they lifted the outline without any of the fun, the stuff that made that comic book outstanding. Yeah. Or, or more of a fun read than anything else. Like yeah. Kick-Ass. Right. Like, you cannot get as dark as Kick-Ass gets in a movie. Yeah. They did a pretty good job with Kick-Ass, though, I thought. Mm. So, no, I mean... I think the way... Dark, I think it towards the... Like, the way that ended in the first book with the girlfriend. Kind of like how they started Kick-Ass 2, where they break up. Yeah. Yeah. Where it gets really but emasculating. I, I thought the stuff with Hit-Girl was really good, though. Uh, having Hit-Girl <laughs> Kick-Ass and... Uh, I, you know, even though I know she hates that role. Oh, does she? It was, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why, you'll never, that's why we'll never get another one. Really? I yeah. didn't know she didn't like that role. 
No, it's just she seemed like she's she was a good time. so good at it though, dude. Yeah, she was. Well, I mean, she's way too old now, but wasn't that where the book progresses to? Uh, I don't think I ever read the second Kick-Ass series. I think I started it, but I never finished it. So where were Kick-Ass decked out in the Big Daddy armor? So yeah, I don't I don't remember at all. So maybe I, I think it was read. in the third volume. Yeah, I, I only read the first volume, and I read it like before they even had the movie or whatever so it was, that was another one mark miller is just all over the place man yep it's a good dude, thing kingsman you know all kind of stuff that he has came on i'm are you uh see i know you're probably not as big a fan as i was of the first kingsman movie i enjoyed it oh i fucking loved it so i thought i was thought it was solid it was it was a very it was entertaining i really like it the scene in the church yeah, the church scene to that that massacred a free bird was just the centerpiece of the movie for yeah. sure um, yeah, it was it was enjoyable, but no, the the prequel one with uh, Ray Fiennes in it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be awesome. So, oh, they're coming out of the third one. Yeah, I haven't even seen. I haven't watched the second one yet. You gave me a copy. I have it in my digital library. I just haven't watched it yet. The second one's okay. Yeah, it has some good moments in it, but it's you know, Pedro Pascal is pretty awesome in anything. Oh, Almost like a Burt Reynolds esque character. Oh, okay. That's fun. Very cool. Uh, wow, your mic's upside down. Yeah, I did, did that. Did you, oh. It was like, it kept tilting when it was this way, and I couldn't, no matter how much I tightened it, it still, so I, I tried it this way. And yeah, I, there's some weak nuts on these things. I had to upgrade a couple of them. So uh, I, I turned it this way. Boom, Mike. Yeah. So 2001 Space Odyssey, let's talk about that. All right, so for the uninitiated, 2001 A Space Odyssey is a movie directed by Stanley Kubrick. came out in 1968. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say as far as the backstory. All right, this movie is revered by cinephiles as a masterwork and amazing and just uh, all these uh, superlatives are labeled upon this movie. And I've heard about this for years and... Um, been preached to it for years. Yeah, and uh, I will say this about 2001. All right, so it's hard to describe this movie. All right, first of all, there, there's no narrative. There's a narrative section. The only cohesive element of the entire movie is this monolith, which is a uh, three-dimensional black rectangle that appears. That's the only glue for this movie, and... It appears in all like four, three, or what is it? Four segments? Three segments? I think there's four. It's like three and a half. Um, so it appears and it, the so basically the movie starts with, you know, 65 million years ago or whatever, or maybe 35 million years ago. I don't know. But there are uh, apes, men, men in ape suits. And there's just apes. So we get a lot of footage. Actually, I'm sorry. The movie starts. With three minutes of blackness, <laughs> three minutes of a black screen. Did you check the disc? With music, no. Uh, somebody. <laughs> what actually, was that? What was that movie that got us that one time where we got up and checked the disc? We did that with one of the ones we watched where we thought something was wrong. I remember that, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember a movie that was either. But uh, so so I I had some warning on that, and so it's three minutes of black screen and then music. Now. And then there's also a fucking intermission. That's like the same thing. Intermission. The words intermission come up on the screen, and then you get a black screen and music. So I was, I was beginning to think, okay, maybe this is just something that they did while people took their seats. But I don't know why they left it in for the home video version. It's part of the experience, man. It's really not. It's just annoying, man. 
so yeah, three minutes of a black screen and some somewhat intense music plays, and then we get uh, the apes, and we just see them living out in what looks like Nevada, from what I can tell. Yes, <laughs> and uh, in the new world already. So like, and they you know there's like factions of apes. They seem to have some conflict with some other groups of apes. Then one learns a progressive way to use a bone. Yes. So then we have like. We have a little bit of evolution, but this is after the monolith shows up. So I, I was led to assume that the monolith kind of is some sort of like you touch this thing and it, it kind of zaps your brain and you, you kind of progress in some yes, way. You evolve. And uh, so one of the apes picks up a bone, beats the shit out of another ape, man. That was hard to watch. I know it's people in suits, but I don't like to see ape on ape violence. Like, I don't want to see that. That was brutal. <laughs> Just beat the shit out of this poor ape. And then, like, it became like a a gang. Yes. A gang aping. <laughs> like, it was it was bad. Yeah. yeah. And was... they just beat this poor ape. And then they're very happy with their bones. And then he tosses it into the sky. And it becomes a space station. So we get, like, a flash forward of, like, 60 million years, <laughs> basically, is where we're at. That's now. what it takes for us to get to space. So 65 million years ago. Yeah. So this was, was this your, you've seen this before? Yes, I've seen, like, all right, so I remember having to sit through it when I was a kid. What do you mean having to? Well, I didn't want to watch that when I was, like, Your dad 10. was like, watch this. Or, yes. Okay, weird. He did, he did shit like that. <laughs> it's a strange movie to force on your 10-year-old. So, well, it was supposed to inspire me or something, whatever. It was, they were, they were, not you know what, they, they were reading a lot of books at the time. <laughs> I'm sure it seemed like a good idea. <laughs> It did not go well. But then I remember catching bits and pieces of it, like grow, like as I'm growing up, this and that, and you hear hear people talk about you know the Kubrick movies, like when they re-released all that stuff on on DVD. Yeah, was the first time I remember watching it from start to finish, like intentionally. Right, and that on an old like 480i, you know, monitor. Yeah wasn't nearly as impressive as I was expecting it to be. I was like, come on, Star Wars is better. Yeah. You know, and it's more fun. Like this is this is it has I don't, a narrative. I, I don't need to it has think character of, development. I don't need to think of any of this shit. Yeah. Um before the whole existentialism shit came came to mind. Um I really it really appreciate that. So I rewatched it when I got the four K version, uh probably a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. And was absolutely blown away how good that looked it does look you loaned me the 4k version i watched it 4k hdr it is a stunner for what is now what a 52 year old movie i i again like i spent more than more than more of my time this the last watching just marveling at how good it, how good the effects were yeah like it just looking for just any mistake behind a curtain to show you that this is a trick yeah and i could not find it at any point, none of those effects broke for me until the end where you have like the laminations going over top of the screen. But that was like cutting edge at the time. The effects work was stellar. The cinematography was amazing. I was really taken with the uh, some of the shots, some of the framing. And uh, I don't know what sometimes the camera, they must have used a really, really wide angle camera lens sometimes. Yes. You got some like. Like almost you like fish could, eye yes. or bowing around some of the edges of the screen, it was pretty cool. It added an illusion of space at a lot of a lot of different points. Like that green room, the white green room they's in at the end, yeah, seems so much bigger than it probably actually was. 
And then uh, the set dressing was fantastic. Uh, really fantastic set design. You had that hamster wheel set where the guy's walking yeah. around in what's basically a giant hamster wheel, but it's actually a set. And Incredible. Really cool. And again, 19, for 1968, it was it was amazing. Got to give kudos. Got to give kudos to Kubrick and his cinematographer, if he had one. I don't know if he was his own cinematographer but um, or DP, whatever you want to call it, director of photography. But he, uh, yeah, the, the shots were were something to behold for the most part that being like said as a technical <laughs> as a technical movie this thing is a masterpiece yeah yeah but as far as the narrative and everything goes on i'm just like eh. but the framing of some of the shots was really really well done and indisputably really taken with with some of that stuff but yeah so so then they're they're in space and now we're meeting some really boring people who are talking about going to the moon because they found an object there the monolith yes and so then you have that. And again, th this whole thing is basic. This whole sequence to me was just more like special effects masturbation, though. Really, yeah. it was just kind of showing off what they could do. It, it took forever. It was it was relatively boring. They land on the moon. They touch the monolith. And then like we progress to the next section of the movie, basically. Yeah. Well, there's a couple scenes in that, like when in that last in that third section, um, actually, yeah, third before the before the finale. Like when that dude gets sent off into space, I am just like, oh, my God, like that is the most miserable thing in the world. Oh, well, no, I'm, I'm talking about. Uh, but this is before we meet Hal. I'm talking about just like that group oh. of astronauts. They, get la they, they go. To this the is moon. after they touch and they, they land at the this the hamster wheel. And then. Uh. Yeah, but, uh, so then we go to the next section, which is where we meet Dave and uh, an AI uh, that runs the ship named the HAL 9000, which even if you've never seen 2001, I've, you've probably heard or seen a reference open to the HAL. Bomb boy, open the bomb bay doors, HAL. <laughs> uh, there's a reference to HAL almost in in so many things in pop culture. It's like this, he's represented by a red eye. Wally, Wally basically yep. had a HAL type AI. Um and uh, I really liked Hal's voice. So this is where we actually get a little bit of narrative structure uh, with these astronauts and um, Hal is actually. This is almost like this is like a like little vignettes of each section, each age that he was going for, it seemed like. Yeah. Um, so Hal turns out to be somewhat sinister. He gets one of the astronauts killed like you were talking about when he goes hurtling into space. Oh, that was a great effect, too. Again, 1968. Well, especially how long it held on him spinning away. Right. Oh. So I was wondering how they if they just had him in like some sort of gyroscope. I don't know how they did it back then because they didn't have the technology to to do stuff other than laying film over other films. I don't know how they did that. But They, they did it. They had him in a, like a long cylindrical tube and then they just zoomed back out oh, okay. from him. Wow. And then somehow managed to superimpose that again and it added more of a distance. Yeah. Uh, so that section of the movie, it was definitely the most entertaining portion of the movie, in my opinion. Uh, again, you had some actual characters. You had some act you had an antagonist. It's finally <laughs> of some kind. Uh, so there sort of there was that whole thing that um, there's a great scene where they're in that pod and they're trying and they're plotting against Hal. They've turned off all the communication. But Hal's reading the lips through the reflection. Yeah, the way the way they film that, though, like because they don't let you know that for a long time. Now, they show the red. You see the red eye the whole time. So it's kind of in the back of your mind. You're kind of like, I wonder if he's reading their lips. And then finally, they cut to Hal's perspective and you just see their mouths moving silently. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely reading their lips because they're talking about unplugging him or disconnecting yeah. him or whatever. And. 
Then there's that scene where Hal pleads for his life and he sings a song called Daisy. He gets progressively dumber as he moves more, removes more and more memory banks. So that that was pretty cool. Oh, going back to the other section, though, uh, the section before this with the, the other astronauts and the corporation or whoever was sending them up there. I did like the one scene where there's that whole uh, instructional plate telling you how to use the zero gravity toilet. I thought, that yes, was, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Um, Literally. <laughs> right. So then, uh, yeah, then the last part of the movie is just super what the fuck fucking student film masturbatory nonsense, in my opinion. <laughs> like, just pretentious nonsense. It's visuals and sound. And Maggie's like, what is that noise from the other room? And uh, I'm like, it's I'm watching a movie. And uh, it was and I, I texted you while I was watching it. I was like, <laughs> I know this last half hour of this movie is not just fucking visuals. And, I am, and it was. I am dying over here laughing. <laughs> yeah, so this movie gets recommended to you by a lot of, uh, turns out, a lot of people that want to appear intellectual because they're like, oh, it's a great movie. It's blah, blah. But nobody has ever put this movie on for me in my 43 years of life. No one has ever been like, hey, man, let's watch this. Because nobody actually wants to watch this movie. I mean, I, I think maybe if you were under the influence of some hallucinogenics or, or whatever, you might get a, a bigger trip out of this movie, which Kubrick famously did. not he, he said he never used drugs. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, um, that wasn't part of his thing. He was just incredibly pretentious um, without any mind altering substances. Wow. Can you imagine if he was <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, the last part of the movie and then and then. All right. So. Dave wow. the astronaut. Shh, 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 shh. No, don't don't knock me out of my fucking rant. Uh, Dave the <laughs> astronaut lands a or gets, I don't know. He shows up in a fucking room like Twin Peaks style, and he's all old now. And then like he's already in the room though. There's another version, and like so we go. It's it's so fucking stupid. Space it's, baby. It reminded me like of a, a music video from like 1986. Basically was <laughs> what we were watching. Baby. And then we get space baby, which I could not tell if that was a perspective thing or if that was a giant Earth sized baby. Space baby. Is it was it an earth sized baby? It's the next step in our evolution, man. A giant earth sized baby. Yes. Is how the movie ends with that that what's that what's that uh, song called? That bum 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 It's the Space Odyssey two thousand one song okay. as far as I'm concerned. Oh okay. Yeah, well that's what it's associated with. That's like a, I'm pretty sure it's a classical theme. Um But yeah, and then that, that's how the movie ends. There's a giant space fetus looking at Earth while that plays. I'm just like, what the fuck? I was, just, I was so disappointed, man. I like some. I've never been a huge Kubrick guy. I really like. Uh, uh, I should even say, I, I like The Shining, Clockwork Orange. I enjoy the first half of Full Metal Jacket. I like Doctor. I Strange enjoy Love. the whole. I actually, I do enjoy the entire movie of Full Metal Jacket. So, uh, but again, I've never counted myself as a Kubrick guy, and th this is this is like student film with a huge budget basically is what i would equate this with where they're like and then they're like did you get it and it's like oh you didn't get it you're stupid then it's like <laughs> no man it? there's what nothing to get what does it mean right it doesn't mean anything like at best i would interpret it as so okay. people start clicking in the audience <laughs> <laughs> right uh it's yeah it's just it's literally like it starts at the beginning of time and goes to modern time and uh it's yeah it's it's a it's a bunch of nothing, though. It's a bunch of visuals. It's a bunch of. I mean, you could. It is. It's, it's a pretty. It's a pretty film to watch, but it's not something I'd be like, huh. It it could never make like one of my all time favorite movies, 
but again, the cinematography, the framing, uh, set design, that kind of stuff, uh, absolutely stellar. I don't want to just shit on this movie because there is some remarkable stuff here. Again, the, eff the effects they were using um, were amazing. And then I found out, I did look up a little bit of stuff. So he, he did work with um, like astronomers and whatnot to try to get an accurate depiction of space, even though it was like a year before we actually went to the moon. But, you know, obviously we had... We had other stuff going on in space at that point, so he was doing his best to make it, and it did. It looked very believable and realistic until fucking the closest Venus thing we had up. to that spectacle that we've like seen before. That's kind of like this would probably be Interstellar. Has a lot of these, but their moments moments in that movie are so much more tense. So yeah, there was definitely wasn't a lot going. Like on there was more sense of, of a there was more sense of dread once Hal showed up. Yeah, than at any other point. This one, I think the movie became interesting, and then somehow it just went. It just turned into an acid, bad acid trip. So I've actually seen, I don't think I've ever seen this whole movie, but I, there was a lot of stuff I actually remembered from this movie that I know I saw when I was a child. There's mm -hmm. a lot of the Howl stuff. I remember the apes. Um, I, I guess I shouldn't say a lot, but that's that's pretty much it. I remember the apes and the I Howl stuff. I would mostly part. remember the waltz, like the the waltz sound or the waltz music playing as, they, as they're docking the ship. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this was... An interesting movie. It's it's worth a watch, but I mean, just be prepared. You're not going to get a narrative. So you're going to watch it this weekend again? No, no. I'm saying you must have liked it a lot because you didn't bring it back. I forgot to bring it actually. <laughs> I was really focused. I was trying to remember my drink so hard that I forgot to pack it in my backpack. Um, <laughs> I hope they can see this. I'm doing it as hard as <laughs> I can. For you. Um, <laughs> remembering as hard as I can. Uh, that, dude, I forget things after five seconds now. It's a part of being old. I just, uh, like, I gotta remember my drink, so I gotta, like, put it where I'm gonna see it before I leave the house. Otherwise, it'll, it, if I leave it, like... Dude, you gotta start writing stuff down. Oh. But, uh... Yeah, just, it's, I, like, it's worth a watch if, again, you know you're going into something that's pretentious, or if you want to watch a visual feast, you know, if you're if that's what you're in the mood for. With it is. Like, it's nice, like, on a big 4K screen. It just... it That movie just sings. We're... You're more mesmerized by what you're watching than actually paying attention to it. Oh, that shot of the the planets all aligned. That was really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, there's definitely some cool stuff here. But again, don't go in looking for characters or narrative or anything like this. This was this was almost like a silent movie. Uh, there's very little in the way of dialogue. And the most important dialogue is is when they're talking to, to how basically that's the most intriguing stuff. Did you see anything else this week? Uh, I, w I finished watching The Watchmen, the HBO series. I enjoyed that. I did, too. That was I liked that a lot. That surprised me more than I expected it to. Me, too. Like, I didn't expect Don Johnson to die with, like, what was it, the first episode? Yeah. Get strung up. And let alone who the reveal on who it was by the end of it was even better. Yeah. Um, you got some background about Hooded Justice. Very interesting background of Hooded Justice, really on yeah. point for what's happening now. Right. Um, well, it starts off with the the Black Wall Street Massacre, which is something I didn't even know about until I watched the series. <laughs> Have you heard of that? Are mm -hmm. you familiar with that? So, From the show. But yeah, so that was a real thing that happened uh, like 99 years ago. Uh, uh, black people had like a, a, a portion of land in Tulsa, and uh, they were doing well because... They weren't allowed typically to go to the white people's stores and stuff. So a lot of their money was in their own community. So they were prospering. And then some bullshit happened. 
where uh, a black kid, I think he was like 17 or 19, real young, um, he like tripped and fell onto a white girl who freaked out and the cops arrested him. It just became this whole thing. And it like, that's all it was. He didn't do anything, actually do anything. And then the, the white people like terribly overreacted, murdered. Like, really? They looted white people looting and rioting. Who to thunk it? Um, and yeah, they, they looted and rioted throughout their town. They, they were just shooting them in the streets, shooting black people in the streets. Uh, they killed like something like 250 black people or something like that. Yep. It was fucking insane. So I, that's something else I didn't know about. Uh, and uh, a lot of this movie goes back to that. I had no idea that was like a real thing. Yeah, dude, our history's dark. It's just it's weird how little we know about Black history in America. Yeah, especially when we allegedly had a month to teach it to us. Right. Every year. Every year. Like it just it was the same rote thing when. You know, the real atrocities were never taught. Everything, uh, like, I could tell you, uh, basically, like, what I remember learning, like, in Black History Month, it always went back to, like, Martin Luther King. Malcolm and X. the marches and the speeches. I've got, Selma. no, Malcolm X, I didn't learn about till the fucking movie. It was all about Martin Luther King, and, uh, yeah, and, like, it, and then, you know, you heard about Lincoln freeing the right. slaves, and it was like, it goes, you go that's from a there white dude. to, like, 1967, right. yeah. basically. Like, nothing happened between those two points. Right. Everything was cool. Yeah, last no. year I heard about Juneteenth for the first time ever because it was added to my iPhone calendar by Apple. <laughs> I had no idea full, that was a thing. I mean, full disclosure, I never even heard that word before this year. So a lot of people, yeah. it's And I it's I cannot believe no one, that's the thing that isn't really taught. No, not taught at all, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's other terrible shit that I don't want to know about, but we, we don't, we don't know even that much about native Americans when you think about oh it. Oh my gosh. I mean, we, we know in general, obviously it was basically genocide, but, um, yeah, we don't dwell on that, but we have a lot of stuff for, you know, world war two where we weren't the perpetrators of the atrocities. So we have a lot of stuff covering that. Well, cause we're the heroes, right? Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's just like, I like, I love being an American. I love participating in democracy more than anything else. It was something my civics teacher taught me my senior in high school. He's just like, hey, man, registered every person in that class to vote. Hmm. And I have been voting in every election since. Yeah. No, I, lo- I love and America. I'm not, I'm not saying it's it's just it's just weird how. It's just I mean, you history's can't, written by the winners, as they say. Like you can't you can't sit there and hold up, you know, fucking lost my point because you said that damn it <laughs> no i mean you gotta take you gotta take you know the good and the bad i mean like we have failed a lot but we've also won a lot yeah like it's it's never black and white it's this real murky shade of gray that we all live in and dude just be cool <laughs> i mean like try and be as honest as you can don't be a dick unless you're really provoked that very good. That's, that's advice from that's, the dude from Big Lebowski. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? The dude abides. The dude abides. But no, I I, th- I just think it's weird how they gloss over a lot of stuff. But we like I know more about. I feel like I know more about fucking European history. We do, do study that majority of the year. Old white dudes. Yeah, it's like English lit. It's like it's just old white dudes. It's fucking weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, watch Watchmen. I've been replaying that Ghostbusters game. 
Oh, I watched a a new Ghostbusters documentary came out on Crackle. Oh, I saw bits and pieces of that on uh, on the YouTubes. Uh, so that it's called Cleaning Up the Town. I'm like world's number one Ghostbusters fan. I don't know how you quantify that, but I'm gonna go ahead and claim it. Um, but yeah, it's it's a. Have it's you a, ever dressed up as a Ghostbusters? As a kid, oh yeah, I used to have I had a gray an, sweatsuit. As an adult, as adult, no, not yet. See, you're not, not super, yet. Never say never. Okay. So, I've, dude, I've been eyeballing a proton pack on Big Bad Toy Store. You know how much this motherfucker is? How much? $3,400. That seems excessive. <laughs> it's a functioning proton pack. It actually, it's a nuclear accelerator. You can, no, I'm just kidding. If, if that's the case, that's a hell of a deal. Uh, I can power my home. But it's a, I mean, it's a uh, heavy duty replica, like, you know, one to one kind of replica with, it's got the rack and everything that, because apparently they're mounted to racks before they go on your back and. Um, no, I would love to dress up as a Ghostbuster. Uh, there is a, uh, Cleveland Ghostbusters chapter. Yeah. My friends, uh, in the chapter in West, in West Virginia. Nice. So yeah, there's a Cleveland one. So I follow them on Instagram and I'm like, I want to do that. But they, all their shit looks amazing. All their shit's like screen accurate. And like, meanwhile, I'm like, I'm going to show up. In like I am not costume. buying a 3d printer. Fulfill your dream. <laughs> yes, you should do that. It's work expense. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, but but three you know, to, I can get these piece of paper to make a three dimensional model of a parking lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, you know, they go visit, you know, they go to parades and they visit people and stuff. What I like about the most about the Ghostbusters, like if you're going to cosplay, there's no mask. <laughs> like you, know, you have the backpack, you know, so it makes that's all you need and a name sit. tag. But there's no mask, though. Right on black. If you're going to be Spider-Man or Batman or or anybody or even Captain America, you're, you're going to have to wear a mask and. Masks are not fun to wear, especially like full face masks like Deadpool and Spider-Man. But Did you order that Deadpool head? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna get Are you that. bringing it to work? No. Damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, I might bring it in. I'm not going to leave it there. It's $100, man. Mm. No. So, uh, let's see. Weird things. I, I got in. I finally got into F is for Family on, on Netflix. That show is great. And I'm on a huge Bill Burr kick right now. Bill Burr is my favorite comedian. He's been my favorite comedian for like 10 years. I just, I have a lot in common with that dude. I like him a lot. I, his deliveries are freaking great, man. He's so much fun. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I talked to you earlier today. I was, I watched the third chapter or part three of this Netflix anime show called Baki. And it's based off uh, an older property called Baki the Grappler. And this thing's fucking weird anime weird anime it what? is who would i honestly it? can't remember i can't recommend it. this is completely nonsensical bullshit if you're calling anime nonsense it must be some major fucking nonsense it is like dude you like baki's fighting muhammad ali jr's son apparently muhammad ali's still ready to roll and beast the shit out of his own kid hmm. it gets weird hmm a lot of old like Japanese stuff, but then it goes into they do somebody does something cool, and then they spend the next fifteen minutes explaining what they what they did and how they learned it and how long they practice it. Like the guy just got the poison hand. They show him punching like a poison sand over and over again, just until he gets it. Then he's killing plants and just by touching it. Oh Jesus! It's uh the dude with the pinch strength, the, the super pinch strength, and he's sleeping on the wall as he's pinching the wall. Oh, my God. Or the guy that sucks the air out of your mouth by, like, cupping his hand just perfectly perfect suction. It's And then explains that for 10 minutes. Like, fuck you. 
Yeah, I really beat somebody up already. Somebody throw a pie. Like I was frustrated. (laughs) Yeah, anime is really bad. That's why I don't watch it. It's not all bad. Really dumb. Fuck. I was so amped. I was like, this was like we're in this tournament. They end like like right in the semifinals going into at the end of part two. And then you get two episodes and they wrap it up. And then it's on to something else. To watch Muhammad Ali Jr.'s kid just get the shit kicked out of him for six episodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Felt like a sadist watching it. I was trying to think. There was something announced today. I don't remember what it was, though. Fuck. I'm, let me go check the internet. I thought there were some announcements. Oh, did you watch the uh, Justice League teaser trailer yet? No. With Gal Gadot. It came out a few days ago. Um, no, I did not. Yeah. Where she... It's not really much, but you kind of see dark side in it, so that's interesting. Kind of. Yeah, he's very small and in the distance. But oh, cool! So. I like those cameos. It could be a Lego man back there. It's just weird that it's like, how are they going to work him into this? Are they going to take out whatever Steppenwolf or Leonard Skinner or whatever that dude's name was, and just edit in fucking dark side? Like, I don't even know how he would fit in the movie. Oh, this is some. This is some. News. It's pr- it's it's pretty much a tease for where Justice League was going next, and then Probably, it's all yeah. it's going to be. It's going to be they're going to go through the boom tube. They're going to run in the fucking dark side. That's a good point. And then somehow they're going to get a lantern in there. The uh, and I feel like done. this trailer could be a basically a credit scene for Justice yes. League is basically what this trailer was. So that's a good, very good point. Uh, Microsoft is shutting down Mixer. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, my guys were twi- uh, Twix in it. No, they were they were texting it, and I was like, oh well, are they going to call it uh, Mixer One now, or Mixer Three Sixty? <laughs> no, they're gonna. They want they're partnering partnering with Facebook Gaming now. Fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people feel that way. I'm pretty Great. sure. Now I get to fuck around Twitch why. some more. All right, it's so weird. Like certain platforms, you just can't compete with, which obviously would be Twitch. So YouTube had their own gaming channel for a while, which I'm, I don't know if it's defunct now or not, but they had YouTube gaming may or may not still exist. I don't know. That but was they were trying to focus on a live stream, getting people to do that. Microsoft bought the Beam technology and then did uh, renamed it Mixer. And they've already. Well, this what sucks, man, because Mixer was so easy. Right. All you do is go broadcast now and it was just it was up and rolling. Nice. And you had like the uh, faster than light mode where you could almost watch it in real time. Yeah, and that was the thing. It was like had a really low latency. Um, but yeah, I mean, Twitch is like the go-to. Play. It's just weird how sometimes like we can have three consoles competing with each other every generation, and that seems to be okay, but you can't have more than one streaming platform for games. Like, I, do you think they bowed out too early? Do you think they were really losing money on it? Like, what's? I wonder what the deal is there. I don't know. I mean, literally, you have users generating all the content for it. All you got to do is right? provide the service right and you're not even providing the actual internet you're providing an application yes strange but and then you know they had that big deal uh with with ninja you know like the world's number one streamer they brought him over and obviously his following apparently didn't feel like downloading a new app because it's still (laughs) i think think it's still broadcast the twitch like the layouts are identical doesn't surprise me but yeah they didn't really bring anything new to the table um phones you got android and apple basically i mean you had a microsoft phone we all saw where that went you had a zoom to compete with the the ipod but ipod was king and that was zoom went away you could only have one in that case you can have two phones you can have three gaming systems 
and only one streaming platform apparently it's just weird i i'm just thinking out loud like i don't understand how all that works i i don't i don't know either i mean that's kind of not our generation it's a neat novelty for us yeah like i just stream for no apparent reason just because hey i'm playing a game yay i think it's because you really only need one if i mean i'm just thinking as i talk here but i mean you can literally do anything on twitch they have like the irl section if you want to you know i watched a comic book artist draw the other day oh dude i watch jim lee do that stuff all the time so you don't need more than one platform it's like well i could just put it over here where more people are so maybe I, but it's like it's just weird because i wouldn't your stuff stand out more on mixer but it's still a smaller audience i guess it's almost like twitch is is uh a local television or broadcast tv and then mixer mixer is like cable tv you know like where there's some boundaries there so even if a show is doing really well on cable it still isn't touching what Law and Order SVU is doing over on NBC, you know, because it's free. Sure, yeah, sheer market size. I mean, um, wait, Mixer wasn't free? Well, no, that's, I mean that, that's not what I meant. But I just meant the difference between cable and TV. But that's but it seems like Mixer for whatever reason, maybe because it was so intertwined with the Microsoft. Yeah, probably. IP, so you didn't have pe- people on PlayStation were broadcasting for Mixer, right? No, and uh, PC obviously could, but again, it's like, well, why do Mixer if I could just do Twitch? So, it's. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm just trying to kind of put it together huh. as to why that. And I, honestly, and that. this is more thought I put into this than anything else <laughs> like, ever for this. I was, hey, it works. That's all I care. It's not yeah. obtrusive. It's not a pain in the ass to label shit because you don't have to. It does it automatically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just, I was, like I said, it's just weird to me how apparently you, you can only have so many competing platforms and certain things. But not everything. Sometimes you could have three or two, but this is a case where it's like Highlander, apparently. Well, I mean, and they're well, essentially, I mean, it's you have you have different machines doing the same thing. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like brand brand recognition is a big deal. Market and uh, like Nintendo Switch, even you know, people like to watch Smash Brothers and stuff. So maybe because, but I don't even know. Maybe you could do Switch through Mixer. I have no idea. I have no idea how you fucking stream a Nintendo Switch game. <laughs> like, I have no fucking clue. Because I don't think that... Maybe there is an app on the Switch. I've never even looked into it. So I, I don't know. I feel like you might have to jump through some... Other things. than attaching a sh- uh, camera to your chest. <laughs> but yeah, they have those little boxes, though. Like the Elgato streaming. Yeah, the capture stuff. cards and bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, what else? Did, oh, so Last of Us 2 came out. You picking that one up, John? No. Yeah, I have no interest. I have no interest in the third-person, over-the-shoulder fucking movie game genre that Sony seems to love. That's why. That's that's the thing. That's one of the main reasons I can't. I'm not a huge Sony guy. So everybody's like, "Oh, they got way, you know, got way more exclusives." It's like, but they don't have good exclusives, in my opinion. You know, subjectively, I'm just like, I don't want to play a, a game that's like 90% cinematics and is trying to tell me it. Like, I, I like Doom Eternal is perfect. Perfect fucking game. It's all gameplay. It's all fucking gameplay, dude. It's like 9% fucking cinematics. Yeah, I think that's why I like The Division a lot, too. It's you're always in the fight. Yeah, and you just got somebody you're, chattering you're, in your ear over the radio. Constantly engaged. And, and that's that's so much better. Yeah. Except for fucking Manny. I hate fucking Manny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't like the, uh, like the, the Last of Us and Uncharted and Horizon Zero Dawn and just stuff of that ilk is just so fucking boring to me now 
I never, I've tried really hard to like Uncharted. But the, again, the, the, the mechanics, it's, they focus so much on the story that the goddamn actual play gameplay mechanics suffer. Like Grand Theft Auto. That's why I could never get in the Grand Theft Auto. I GTA 5 played fine. I didn't play five. Four was the last one. I bought four three separate times, though, trying I, to, man, to like it. Th- that is, I'm sorry. Like, that one did not, that was not fun to play. Yeah. But in the ones before, it were even worse when it came to, like, I remember, now granted, I didn't play three when it came out. I played it years later, but before four came out, and I was just like, these controls are atrocious. Why do people like this? <laughs> like, it's so yeah. fucking bad. You got, you've really got a, I honestly, I think if there's a game that you should probably give a chance, it's, it's five. GTA five was incredible. Yeah. You did some really fun shit in that. Yeah. I like Red Dead Redemption. I played a lot of the first one. There were some great heists in that game. Yeah. Uh, and I like the Warriors game that Rockstar did too, man. That was a lot of fun back in the day. That was a really solid game. And it was like a prequel to the actual Warriors movie. They got a lot of the voice actors and stuff. And their storytelling came in handy there. because it was based on a movie property. So I what did you think it. of L.A. Noir? Never played it. Oh, that was didn't fun. interest me. It's fun. I watched gameplay of it. And I'm like, no, I, I would get mad. And oh, it was just it, it looked like your it could be intriguing. What? It looked like it could absolutely be intriguing for a certain type of gamer. I am not that type of gamer. Oh, man, that game. Fuck. It, it just it's how big of a dick could you possibly be to anybody <laughs> was that game. It reminded me of L.A. Confidential, which is a movie I really like. I love that movie. Uh and I'm sure that was a big inspiration for it. But the, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll visit it one day. I know they've remastered it since then. I believe they've remastered it. Did you yeah. know there was a sequel to Mirror's Edge? I just found yeah. that out today. Mirror's <laughs> Edge Catalyst. Yeah. I played it for like an hour and have never gone back. Oh, yeah. I was never really into the first one. I just, it was just kind of a random. The first one was fun when you're racing your friends like through through that. And then you see the perfect run. You're like, yeah, I'm done. I'm <laughs> never going to be able to figure this out. Uh, but yeah, I haven't been, I don't think I've been playing, like, I've been playing that Ghostbusters game off and on. Uh, what else? I got everything reinstalled on my, my hard drive finally, after what felt like a week of installing games. Oof. Uh, what else is going on? I don't know, man. I'm kind of petering. Yeah, I got nothing. So you want to watch, You want? what do you want to do next week? Man of Steel. Fuck you. Man of Steel. Yes. Dude, can we just do something fun? Yeah, Man of Steel. Superman. <laughs> that is fun. Dude, we had two weeks of like 80s comedies. <laughs> we need something we can talk about, dig into. We we both have, we know Superman from the comics and we know him from the films. And I think it'd be fun to dig into Man of Steel. Plus, I haven't watched it in a long time. I actually haven't sat and watched it since I saw it in the theater. So. Great. <laughs> You own it. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Why do you own it if you hate it so much? Because it came in a steel book. <laughs> it's not a reason to buy a movie. It's 100% a reason. Packaging is not a reason to buy a movie. Yes, it is. Maybe to rebuy a movie you already enjoy. But yeah, I was I actually figured it out before I got here. I was like, oh, I want to watch Man of Steel. Uh, you know what I was going to pick? And then I started watching it before I came over. And I was like, no, we're not doing this. It was a uh, dark man. Oh no, no, that that did not age well. No, did not, man. No, but it's kind of fun though in its own way because you know it's like well his sequels he got re- like the what Sam Neill got replaced by the guy that plays the mummy, Liam Neeson. Um, Liam Neeson was it? Yeah, I thought it was Sam Neill. No, it was no, Sam Neill replace him. Wait, no, I'm no, really it was, confused. Uh, 
I don't know who replaced it. I haven't seen the sequels. I actually have the second one because I got it for free on my Voodoo, but I've never watched it. I've only seen the first one because it was Sam Raimi. Yeah. I don't really want to see the direct. I know the, the sequels are direct-to-video. I have no interest. Those have got to be awful. Um, but it's a, it's a decent resume for clearly Sam Raimi wanted to do a comic book movie. And uh, it's got some really cool sequences I remember later on, but I was like... Oh, oh I, I caught a little death. bit of Texas Chainsaw the other day. Not the original, the the mid two thousand reboot one with yeah. uh, Jessica Biel in it. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, uh, our, uh, yeah. God damn! What the fuck's his name? Uh, the drill sergeant from uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, Arlie Ermy. Arlie Ermy. Fuck! His scene is brutal when he first shows up on those kids. I don't remember. I saw that in the theater, and I remember liking it. And I remember Andrew Bernarski played Leatherface. I thought I enjoyed it for what it was. But it, 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 it hewed really close to the original, yes. I remember, too. The Foul Loud Speeds, but made it really... Leaving the... Like, that world feel lived in, like, yeah. really creepy. Way too many details. Wow. But, yeah, no, I, just, I came across that scene. I was like, fuck, I don't remember him being in this movie. I, I don't remember much about that movie at all. Other than, you know, it, it really aped the original in a lot of ways. Like, I just remember the old dude with the colostomy bag and Jessica Biel trying to help him up to get, get him into the chair again. Yeah. Like, I remember no. that wheelchair dude more vividly than any other part of that movie. <laughs> the, the, the one scene I remember, and the only reason I remember it is because I've watched the original so many times, is when he hits the dude with the hammer. It drags him and, and slams, slams the, the door. The steel and, like, door. they recreated that, you know, almost beat for beat from what I remember. So... <sighs> <laughs> I don't, and again, I don't know if that memory is accurate because I, I haven't. Seen I remember it that since. first time seeing him drag that guy in the when like the big silver metal door. Yeah, just the way it goes. Dude, the original movie, like that's a terrifying scene. Yes, that was because fucking. It terrifying. was like, did that just happen? Yeah, it was so out of nowhere, and you're just like, it, it seemed that movie was so gritty. It felt like a documentary to me when, yes. I, when I would watch it when I was younger. I was like, this feels real as fuck. No, it feels like houses you've driven by in Ohio. Yeah. Like, just that house that's just far enough off, you really can't see what's going on back there. Yeah. From the street. All right, but yeah, let's do uh, Man of Steel next week. Great. Um, that's a good pick on your part, John. Thanks for selecting a, a superhero movie. I am, not taking, I am not taking this. <laughs> I can't I wait. Do, I do not consent. I can't wait to see what your revenge fucking movie is. <laughs> We're going to have to watch 2010. <laughs> like, is that even no, a it'll, No. Okay. It'll be, uh, it'll be movie 43. Oh, God. I think I tried to watch that, and it was, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, like Hugh Jackson with ball chins. Oh, my gosh. Uh, all right, scrotes. Thanks for thanks for listening. Check out my other podcast, Couple Goals with S&M. Steve reads a comic. Watch 2001 if you're feeling pretentious. Bye. <laughs> See ya.